The following program may contain adult language and possible brief nudity. Listener discretion is advised. The thoughts and opinions may not reflect those of Tales from the Indies broadcast hosts. It's time for Tales from the Indies. An inside look at independent pro wrestling from two guys who think they know a thing or two about pro wrestling. Here's your hosts, Michael McCormick and Ripper Blackheart. Welcome to the fifth edition of the Tales from the Indies podcast. For some reason, iTunes is still letting us upload these. Obviously, they're not listening to them. And uh, especially after the Chris Hall incident. Incident. So he likes to use some colorful words. Likes to express his opinions about Nancy Grace that didn't make the air. Well, like we just said, to be fair, he broke two of the three rules. In, in two seconds. Yeah. Well, maybe you could get your client not to be an idiot. Hey. He's outweighs me by how much? I mean, he's a silverback and I'm, I'm me, so I pretty much just feed him and point him in a direction and let him do what he did. And then I take the 10% of his pay and get him some rats afterwards and stuff like that. So a much cleaner guest this time in the uh, HWA and <laughs> Remix I Pro you to give him a good chair. champion and chance prophet who is so strong he already broke the chair. I, I do lots of gluteal training. My butt cheeks just broke the chair. <laughs> our uh, our Not my personal way. gopher will get you another chair. Or a peachy, if you will. Ooh. We call him Tie Guy because he ties all of my ties. Part of some organized crime group, I believe, like uh, something with the, the color purple and a shirt and a mafia, something like that. Oprah Winfrey. It's purple shirt mafia? Yeah. That's, that's the O Network. The O Network. I see what you did there. And the color purple. Until you do right by me. <laughs> and we thought this was going to be the clean one. So this is to be the one that's going in order. So it's a weekend of three ways for you. Yes. And uh, in the ring. <laughs> Lucky. A whole weekend. You are a god. No. As both Saturday and Sunday, you're taking on two men at a time. Oh, it's that kind of, that no. kind of three-way. You're not so lucky then. I told you I do lots of gluteal training. <laughs> so we've already had one chair broken. Uh, if you could not break that one, I don't think they have don't, that many more. Don't clinch, Chance. Don't clinch. It's padded and has nice padding. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad that we can. <laughs> I heard it's already bowing. But I'm glad that we can. Your ass way, dude. Good God. I look good when I back that thing up. (laughs) I'm glad that we can make the champ comfortable. Yes, it's padded. Did I tell you it's padded? A padded chair. It has a crocheted pattern on there as well. Well, that one does. The metal one you broke didn't have any of that. I crocheted that as well. Is that how you crochet? I don't know what that means. So last night, you uh, you guys worked the remix show in Marietta. You have uh, still, the belt is in your bag. Yes. And very uh, belt. Michael Elgin, who was a replacement for Kevin Steen. Yes. A and very, very strong replacement. And a guy that you've been chasing for quite a while, and Adam Pierce. Yes, the scrap daddy, if you will. <laughs> How many nicknames that guy has? I got a lot of bass in my boys. I know. I'm about to take my shirt off, throw it at him. It'll probably break the chair. Yeah. So uh, our uh, in-studio PG Rodriguez gopher wants me to ask you about your match you had with Dusty Dillinger. Um, 
there were nipple rings involved. And I almost gave him a nipple beal and nipple toss. But I got distracted by the lights shining off of the metal. <laughs> and he got distracted by my wonderful haircut. Was that a new haircut? It was a... The clippers broke and I missed one little piece in the in the middle of my head and called it a mohawk. <laughs> I think there's video of that somewhere. Somewhere. I believe there is. Probably on the YouTube where... Uh, I came across your hundreds of promos. Yes, I don't ever put footage of me wrestling, but there's tons of me talking really close to the camera. You must be a good talker. Everyone's giving you their belts. I can talk them into whatever I need. New chairs? I need reinforced chairs. (laughs) (laughs) Heavyweight champion. Well, uh, that's something that we can definitely uh, feel. Just look at the chair. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Um, So tonight, again, an interesting matchup for you is you're essentially in a handicap match. Yes, Drew and Apollo, the soul shooters, and I am the soul taker, sort of, kind of. Not the undertaker, but the soul taker. Oh, that guy who lost. That's the guy Paul Heyman talks about on TV all the time. He lost and still made a lot of money. Dang it. I won and I'm still scraping. What's going on here? (laughs) It's because you got to pay for so many chairs. Yeah, I I do have that. And your carry on with all the belts when you travel places. It costs a lot, especially flying with Spirit. I don't have any cool comebacks for Spirit. I don't even know where we go with that. Ask you your questions before. <laughs> yeah, I feel, I, I feel like that uh, this is getting out of hand. I, I wanted to ask you about this. I saw this. What exactly, you refer to yourself as the pastor of Muppets? Yes. I what make, exactly does that mean? I make people dance and I say, yay! No, I just, a master of puppets, pastor of Muppets. It was an album where they parodied Metallica and I was like I like to make people dance I'll call myself the pastor of Muppets and then you're the only people that have ever asked why do you call yourself the pastors of Muppets that's why we're the best you get down to the nitty gritty we we ask the questions everybody else is afraid of with emphasis on the T's T's this is going to get very pornographic are you a T's will you put your shirt back on (laughs) his voice. Tell him to take the bass out of his voice. I think uh, that's how he's planning on beating Apollo and Drew tonight. I thought that uh, yeah. They're like, we can't beat up Barry White. <laughs> I thought Dusty was the only one with the nice nipple rings. <laughs> well, I, I hang a shower curtain there sometimes. <laughs> As if you take a shower. I do. The, ca- the car wash counts, right? This is when Mrs. Blackheart won't let you back in the house? Oh, well. I, I, I did... One before we left, left a fart that could end a marriage. But I always like the ones with the rainbow bubbles. I can't wait till I have to write the description of this. It's like broken chairs, rainbow bubble farts, and Muppets. And don't forget the nipple rings. And nipple rings. Very white. It's, it's a very white. Woman, 
Take me in your. I guess I should have mentioned. I forgot to say that we're shooting this sort of on the road at the HWA show, where Chance is defending his belt against uh, the two fine gentlemen that he'll be taking on. Yes. We mentioned that already. They got. But I didn't mention where we were at. Middletown. Middletown, Ohio. At the L. S. C. O. Arena. Look at that. We didn't even play that. With an O. Thanks, Bert and Ernie. <laughs> so we just took on a Sesame Street. Like, today is sponsored by the letter O. Oh! Oh, yeah! I don't think anybody's using that. You should do that. I should. Anybody who was using it, he don't need it now. Brother. Bless him, Lord. <laughs> I thought you had this plan this time. I did have a plan, and then Chance Prophet happened. <laughs> I am yes, I am I am the the proverbial proverbial I put three R's in there, I'm pretty sure. Proverb ugh, we I'm that guy that everybody doesn't want to talk to because I'm like a speedball. You know the ones you put twenty five cents in, you twist it, and your kid gets it and he's like, Hey dad, look at this. Two seconds it's gone. See, one of these days I think we have to do these as a video because <laughs> he actually just acted that whole thing out as what you don't see. Yeah. Lovely. All good orators use Why? their Now hands. you have your pants off. What's going on here? It's hot in here, man. Okay, so back to wrestling. Um, so I've seen, uh, hand, again, a handful of the promos that you have. You've gotten to work a pretty much uh, who's who of uh, the wrestling world, including the guy out there in the ring giving a seminar right now, AJ Styles. Yes, and I, I reminded him of it, and, and I said, AJ, we've worked – in 2003 in Martin County, Kentucky. So it was 2003, and, you know, you haven't really had a lot going on, so you have to remember me. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's been on too many shows since then. He has a really slow schedule. Yeah, he's only worked out one promotion there after that. That was where you've been all over. I feel so sorry for the guy. Being stuck in that one company, not working anybody that's been anywhere or been Olympic champion or anything like that. Or held any kind of titles. Yeah. So what you're saying is is that the match that you had against AJ Styles effectively ruined his career. I'm pretty sure I'm the reason why he Yeah. I'm the reason why AJ Styles was stuck. Once you once you hit the Martin County Fair, it's all downhill from there. I've been there. I've been to Mark County Fair. Trust me, it is all downhill from there. It's in the Regina area. It's a known, little-known fact. And there is a street called Penix, P-E-N-I-X. And it was put over on the air to advertise the Martin County Fair in the Regina area. So Penix and the Regina is what we're going exactly. for? Exactly. So this is what Chance Prophet brings to our podcast. Forgive uh, broken me, chairs, Lord, I know fart it's bubbles, and <laughs> Phoenix in the Regina. Just as a recap for the first ten minutes. I'm sorry, Jesus. <laughs> you know, speaking of sorry, you in the subway earlier. Oh yeah, I own the bathroom in the subway down the road. That is now mine. <laughs> Just so you know. Went in there with Peachy. Peachy got a sandwich and said, Hey, I might get something on my way out. By the time I'm out, PG's got his stuff. You getting something? Nope. Let's go. <laughs> I'm not hanging around there. 
That, that, that's like that's like a criminal hanging around to wait to be arrested. No, no. And I'm not returning to the scene of the crime. I think that Subway may be the one place in the Remy episode that we didn't mention for a sponsorship. We can go ahead and cross them off the list. That's one splatter pattern that CSI will not be investigating. Is that why you're not allowed back at the West Virginia State Fair, too? Well, no. They don't. They, they, now they know it's me. Thanks a lot. God. It's not you. I think it was, a, I think it was AJ Styles. You know that corn is essentially useless. And it always ends up looking exactly the way it comes in. Little known fact. Don't mistake me for Dwight Schrute either. You it's just recently got a master's, right? So I guess I gotta <laughs> I gotta trust you on that one. I don't know that it was in corn. I am a master. Was it a master in corn? Master in fine arts and media design. You have to talk proper. Media design. Why? Because the British control the media? Yes. Oh. Thing Virgin. That was Nancy Grace. I hate that Something bleepity, else. bleepity, bleep. No, I don't hate He makes her. it way easier, though. That's the great part. <laughs> so um, we were talking about on the way down here outside between us and our unofficial third member of this podcast and Peachy Rodriguez um, about uh, Prince Devitt and about uh, no. his use of face paint. But what it leads me to my question is <laughs> it's about originality and how how is it that you started wearing the face paint? I started researching people on the Google <laughs> and said, who can I look like? <laughs> um, we just Back then, Sting wasn't on it. Yeah, <laughs> word. I mean, yeah, word. He wasn't on Google? Is that what you're saying? No, he wasn't on the people that he, he could look like. <laughs> um, we just literally had this conversation on the ride over here. and With your road wife. Yes, with my road wife, Jimmy. He does have a straightener for that beard, by the way. He's steaming his backdrop. It smells lovely. Euphemism for something. <laughs> I'm not going there. <laughs> we talked too much about the back already. <laughs> um, how I first started doing my paint was because I was a big fan of Muta and Vampiro and the Road Warriors and that man called Sting. Who I'm not. I'd I'd like the guy. I guess I've met him once, and he was really nice. And I talked to him about church. And then uh, a a dear friend of mine from uh, our days in war, CK3, otherwise known as Crimson, and I were were both unwittingly doing about the same thing. And then, as well as that sting guy too. Yeah, that sting guy magically started doing that when we got tryouts and I mean Justin what um, uh, just in time hey, for just you to just for you to stop doing it exactly just in time for me to stop um, Crimson got the worst end of that because he was sending more stuff into them and I mean I felt bad because I got ripped off by a guy that I looked up to I mean he doesn't know me from Adam but still I was being looked at oh uh, well do you think do you think that he knew, or do you think they they came to him and said, "Hey, hey, we want you to we want you to do this"? I, I think it was probably that. I don't think he was. I don't think he was vindictive and like, "Hey, I'm going to rob these young kids of thirty something years old." 
<laughs> of their <laughs> their chance at a, a good livelihood on a bigger stage. But I I don't see him as the type that would do that purposefully. But he still did it. Jerk. No, you're okay. Steve. On the, on the off chance that he's listening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Please don't listen to this. I'm yeah. sorry. Please, Steve, change the channel. Subscribe to something else. You're my dad's favorite wrestler. Shh. Okay. <laughs> I myself like colorful face paint sting. Yeah. I like the I, I liked the crow version at the first before. At first, because it was different. Nobody else was doing he, that. Then so he went except for the crow. Yeah, Eric. He wasn't was a little it. bit ticked off. And Brandon Lee was like, what the hell, man? Like, hey, man, I just died for this. Yeah. This is my big over. I Why got, are you doing I, this? I put all the stuff. I died for it. This guy gets to live. What's up with that? Yeah. Well, apparently it's easier to get famous to be the second guy to do it. Just go ahead and take somebody else's idea and work with it. See, that's not working for me because I've taken a little bit of Jimmy Hart and a little bit of Bobby the Brain and a little bit of Paul Heyman, and I'm nowhere. I'm stuck doing a podcast with you. But I, do get I could remedy that. But I do get to meet interesting people like our guest. I could remedy that. Could. I could just kick you off. Yeah, then you'd have no ratings. No one would. I'm, I'd have one. Yeah. I break cheers. I mean, and all the people who want to listen to Chance talk about farts and face paint. And, and don't forget the and name drop. And the regina and the pixie. If you ever get your own podcast, that's what it should be called. Farts and Face Paint. Farts and Face Paint with Chance. A picture of me imposed on Bob Ross holding a brush. (laughs) Happy little treat. That would be pretty awesome, actually. We've already had the If only Bob Ross was still around, he could paint your face before you went out for a match. He'd probably be mad at me. I've seen him paint his face one time backstage at a show, and he does it like record time. For the amount of detail there is, uh, I don't think he was using a mirror. He's done it so long. I think he just he he's done it so many times that he just and you just sit there watching him and he's done. And you're like, holy crap! I can't even draw stick figures doing it properly. And this guy's got like the detail in the teeth and and all of it is just. Well, to be fair, last time we were here, I was having a conversation with him while he was doing it, and he only went out with half of it done that night. So. I guess that one's on me. Yeah. But you won. I did. I I, I won, and that was a that was a great experience. And uh, I guess before we skip over it, I saw you uh, cringe at the whole Prince Devitt thing. Is yeah. he ruining creativity for everyone? No, he he makes a lot of money, and he looks like a underwear model, so he definitely needs to cover his face. Cause you know, he's got a lot. <laughs> to work for if he's ever going to amount to anything in wrestling. I mean, he's athletic and can do amazing moves and has really good hair and chiseled jawline, nice tight pecs. He does have a six-pack. It's like 15. So you're saying he shouldn't use the paint to cover all that up? He needs to cover every bit of that up. He needs to dress up as a Ding Dong. Ding Dong number three, please. Ding Dong. Ding Dong was a tag team in WCW. They got bells on them. They were awesome. Ding Ding Dong. Who who came up with all the dick name yeah. tag teams? 
Them, the Johnsons. Jim Hurd. Yeah. That's, what I, that's exactly what I was thinking. Takes a dick to know a dick. I didn't say one of the other three words. I said no. dick. That one's all right. This, so far, we don't have to edit this, which is always a plus. It'll be, it'll be the only, what, the second one? The third one. Three, you'll be three out of five not having to be edited. I think that's what he looks forward to, being three out of five. That's what I'm working towards. Three out of five. So goal. who are some of the, the guys in your long list of careers of uh, guys who never amounted to anything that uh, you know, you've put over and are your favorite guys to work? Um, that guy that I, I was with last night, Adam Pierce, he's pretty, pretty awesome. And... Uh, he punched me in the face really hard last night. <laughs> Caught me right in the jaw, and I was just like, wow, I got punched by Adam Pierce again because the first time <laughs> first time we wrestled, he's got a mean lariat, and he caught me upside the face, and my Lord, he chipped a, he chipped dental work in there, and it was it was great just because he's, he's such a ring general, and you can't help but learn from guys like that, and then the same thing with like working with guys like Nigel. I got had the pleasure of working with him twice, and same. I, I've I've been really really blessed to be like put in the ring with lots of guys that, for all intents and purposes, this little boy from the coal fields of West Virginia shouldn't have ever met, let alone have them uh, punch me in the face. I don't know. I'm kind of a jerk. I may have broken their chairs. So that's the goal in life, is to be famous enough that other famous people punch you in the face. Well, that, that's what I'm here for, man. That's my mission. Feel free to hit Ripper at any time. <laughs> Why you got to be like that? I'm just saying, it should be an honor for you to be punched in the face by him. Uh, then I'll punch you in the face. And then you can be famous, too. Man, it's a vicious cycle, man. Yeah, never I stopped, wish David man. Carradine had punched you in the face. Yeah, I did. I did like, let's, let's go through the... I'm a, Chance, there's certain celebrities I had beef with, and they've all disappeared. It started with Tupac. <laughs> so don't piss him off, is what he's saying. <laughs> it started with Tupac. I didn't like Tupac. Poop, he's gone. I, I, I didn't like Maybe. Cobain. I didn't like Kurt Cobain. No, he's gone. Kurt Cobain's gone. He's really gone. Yeah. But David Carradine. David Carradine. <laughs> I, work, I worked at Comic-Con back in the day, and David Carradine would, the first day I'm walking to my hotel room, he's right beside me. And the loudest, longest belch in the world. <laughs> He turned his head so it was going right in my ear. Uh, he was like, Arr! and they turned and walked away. And then the guy I'm with, I'm like, did you hear that? He goes, I thought that was you. I said, no, it was Carradine. And from then on out, I said, you know, Carradine's my, Carradine's my arch enemy. Well, both. It don't matter. Listen to the story. Shut up. Anyway, my booth was down by the bathroom, so he, he had to walk by it. And the people next to us knew what was going on. He said, dude, it's like he's in on it. Because if my back was turned, he'd be like right up against the booth. If I'm looking, he's all the way up against the far wall. So, you know, by the end of the end of convention, I went out one night with a buddy from high school that lived in there. He drank. and been eating salami sandwiches for lunch for the past two days. <laughs> There's a foyer before you get into battle. What? A foyer. A foyer? That too. <laughs> a hallway. Yeah. So he goes in. He goes in, right? I stand there, and I crop dust the hell out of that place. <laughs> so he has to walk through it. And I thought that would be the end of it. 
couple years later, I go back to the convention. I'm not working. I got kids now. I take my kids for them to enjoy it. My wife goes. She's like, I'm going to wait out here. You take the kids in so they can get something. Whatever. Yeah, who do you think hits on my wife and gives him his <laughs> cell phone number? David Carradine. He was just hanging around, is that what you're saying? Well, that's how. That's why it happened to him at the end. Let that be a lesson to you. Don't hit on my wife. So is the lesson Apollo he- star. Is the lesson here that you're going to make Chance disappear? No, I'm just, you brought something up about famous people, and I'm saying, you know. You said then they all disappear, so are you going to make Chance disappear? If on my wrong side, disappear, and if I hit you and you become famous and you're on my wrong side, I'm going to make you disappear like I did all them. Besides, Chance is a guest here. Why are you having me tell a story for you, idiot? You're the dumbass that just started telling it. There's okay. A, there's a box of Kotex. That's 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 McCormick's. <laughs> you asked me to bring them for you. Because yeah, Peachy's got a heavy flow. Oh, it's that time. We're not getting them as a sponsor either. Dang it. Okay, so in keeping <laughs> keeping with the actual theme here, we we like to end end these podcasts with the guest, which apparently is no longer you, is Chance. Um, uh, if the chair holds out long enough. Tell us maybe uh, a couple of your favorite road stories. Um, the go-to one that I always would tell was about um, my trainer. We were on our way back, and he just wrestled uh, a tag match against Chris Hamrick and Kid Cash. Kid Cash went to do the uh, the big driver, the underhook driver that he used to do. And my trainer said, uh, what do you think you're doing? Set out on it. Wouldn't let him do it. Rolled out. And in the process, like, dislocated his hip or something? I don't know. And then this was right around the time that Johnny the Bull had did a dive to the outside on Terry Terry Funk in WCW and broke his pelvis. Went to the hotel, and the next day was peeing blood. And I, so we're on our way back, and he's already taken a little pain medicine. And uh, he's a uh, little tiny. More hand signals. I'm showing the pill right there. <laughs> you can see it. See the pill. Take the blue pill. That's why we're doing audio and not um, <laughs> video. <laughs> he, he, he's sitting there. He's like, I don't know. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. And I said, Danny, you've, um, you, you might want to get that checked because, you know, Johnny the Bull, he did the dive and broke his pelvis and, like, he was peeing blood and it turns out he'd ruptured something. So uh, he's a really big hypochondriac and he starts getting really, really nervous, and pain meds are kicking in. So he's like, I'm just going to lay here and relax, relax. Well, soon he falls asleep. And the funny part of was not that, you know, he was hurt or anything. He falls asleep with dip in his mouth. <laughs> so all of a sudden, I'm driving down the road about five miles, and I hear, and I see foam rolling out the side of his mouth. I'm like, oh, God, Danny, Danny, you're having a seizure. Ah! He wakes up screaming, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Oh, what's up? Where are we in the ditch? Are we on top? Did the roll? Did the, did the car roll? Are we on the top? I was like, no, you were having a seizure. I'm pretty sure that you're, you need to go to the hospital. He's like, yo, I had dip in my mouth. I said, well, you could have choked on it. <laughs> Ta-da. That's a Still a safety hazard. 
Right. No one likes that's, choking. That's funny because that's the second that. time I've had somebody tell a story where the passenger freaked out while they were driving. Yeah. Oh, wow. Hall and uh, we talk about Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, the lesson here is never wake up your sleeping passenger. Nope. My rule. The rule's been when, when I've went on road trips is you don't fall asleep because something you will happen. The, the, the assholes I rode with, they would have put something like ketchup or something on him to make him think he pissed blood in his sleep. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, we've had, we've messed with guys. Uh, A.J. Papp, even if they're not asleep, old uh, uh, Tyson Judd yeah. rode with us, and I don't know how many times we choked him with the seatbelt, one of them adjustable seatbelts, and kept turning. The, there was an air conditioning vent, like you could turn it either way, and then we kept turning, and he'd be sitting all man, I'm really cold. Oh, God, stop it, guys! And then, then he's messing with that when he adjusts the seatbelt. He's like, ah! It's even worse, though, if you go to sleep, though. Yes. Yeah. Then we mess with you even harder. Like, uh, I even do it. My, my son and his, his uh, buddies uh, come to certain shows with me and help do the ring and stuff. And they'll spend the night, night before, and I always tell them, you guys, don't be staying up real late because we're going, we're going to go set the ring up. All right. And then I'm about halfway there, and one of them's. Asleep, head up against the window. Hey, Dad, Ryan's asleep. (laughs) 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 That's how he learned not to fall asleep. Never. Got nowhere else to go with that. (laughs) Unless you got anything that can top that. Um, The Martin County Fair is located (laughs) in the Regina area. And they have a street called Phoenix (laughs) with an X. What's the funniest thing you've had happen to you in the ring? Um, Nigel peeled my head back to give me the clothesline. And when he he gives you a clothesline, uh, bringing it straight down in the corner. Well, when he peeled my head back, he actually caught my skin with his fingernail and really curled it, yeah. And to which I let out the scream of <laughs> right in the middle of the match. <laughs> and then he proceeded to clothesline me into unconsciousness. And we get in the back, he's like, uh, what, what happened out there with that scream? I was like, um, check under your fingernail. <laughs> and it, it was still curled. <laughs> he had my DNA. Well, it won't make it very hard for the cops to figure it out. <laughs> well, all right. So uh, your website, I noticed, at chanceprofit.com, cheap plug, yes. that uh, you've got a lot of shows coming up. I do. But I also have a child coming into the world, so some of them may get moved around. But, yeah, I, I've got a lot of Wife says that uh, child is greater than wrestling. That's is what you're going for. Forever. <laughs> Dead. Yes. So, yeah, I'm, I'll be in South Carolina next month. In South Carolina again in June. And then a couple other places that have state names like Pennsylvania and Ohio and West Virginia. Oddly enough, they all have state fairs, too. Porta potties. You'll be back here in July? Yes. And uh, I guess my last question for you is, are you still going to be HWA champ? I do believe so. I think I'm going to cause some plunder and collusion out there between the soul soul shooters. (laughs) They got soul. Uh, Anybody out there wants to follow you on social media, they can do that how? 
twitter.com slash chance profit facebook.com slash chance profit instagram.com chance profit chance profit.com slash chance profit Regina. I type that in. It doesn't take. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't take me anywhere. I'm gonna be mad. You got any last questions for Chance? Nope. Good luck tonight, Champ. I am good at stuff in the wrestling world. That has been the breaker of chairs and Chance Prophet. <laughs> that is all we have for this edition of Tales from the Indies. Thanks for listening and. Uh, Hopefully you come back soon and listen to another one of these. I can't believe it. They keep letting us do this. Goodbye. You've been listening to Tales from the Indies, an inside look at independent professional wrestling. The thoughts and opinions of the guests of this program do not necessarily reflect the hosts of Tales from the Indies. If adult language and brief nudity bother you, find another damn podcast.